Hey, Jarvis. What's up? Nothing much, man. Happy Memorial Day. Happy is is happy the right way to no, talk about Memorial Day? But yeah. nobody knows why they um celebrate these holidays, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> nobody, gotcha. nobody cares. Yep. We we should be going out to cemeteries, laying flowers, and like talking about the tragedies of war and trying to make veterans whole, but instead we barbecue and go to the beach and complain about traffic. Happy hamburger day. It, you know what? That was fits. Happy hamburger day. Or mm-hmm. happy happy first day of summer day. Um happy summer right. day. Right, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, some, that fits more of our sensibilities. Some solar worshipping holiday. That would be great, yeah. Mm. Happy Soul Day. There you we know. go. I like it. You know. And then the Labor Day could be called Happy Twilight of Soul Day. Ooh, yeah. yeah right. What was that? Labor Day, because Labor Day is the end oh, of summer. Oh, Twilight of Soul Day. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's good. We just made up good. a new holiday. I like them. Yeah. We should, uh, we'll, we'll push that. Nobody, Nobody's going to do it. Um, what are we talking about today, Mike? So I watched X2 X-Men United. Mm-hmm. Did you? I did, yeah. That's some title. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even know it was a title at first for a while, but then I always remember that it's not called X-Men 2. It's called X2 X-Men United, which is uh, problematic. And I think <laughs> Brian Singer is one of these guys who don't want to call his movies uh, X-Men 1, X-Men 2, X-Men 3, which I respect. Yeah. Somewhat, but then having convoluted titles is always problematic. Yeah, this title is just weird. Although it is easy to search for. And X-Men 3 is actually a not titled X-Men 3. It's titled something else. I don't know what it is. Well, we'll find out next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so X-Men, X-Men 2. Um, so what did you think the transition from X-Men to X-Men 2, how did you feel about the transition? Because I have a very specific thing I want to talk about, but I want to know what you thought of the movement between the two movies. I definitely don't have a very specific thing to talk about. Um, seemed okay, the transition. Just like, I the, felt... Go ahead. They're mostly same-ish. Um, mm, yeah. Maybe this one's a little bit worse than the whoa, first one. Whoa, 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 no, no, no. That's not what <laughs> I want you to say. <laughs> I, I thought the second movie was more professional. I thought they used the CGI effects much okay. better. Okay. I thought that the you I thought that the casting was smart. I thought that the character I thought you hated good. this movie. I know it's X-Men 3 that I hate. Okay. X-Men 2. Okay. Um overall, I think that X-Men 2 was a more successful X-Men movie, but uh it's controversial and I think X-Men 3 It seems a little bit slapdash to me. You can say that, but like scenes are just jammed together. It's 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 got it's got two divergent story arcs. It's trying no, actually three, maybe even four story arcs is trying to connect. It has it's multiple story arcs is trying to connect. Yeah. First story arc is Wolverine and the Weapon X program. Second story arc is Jean Grey as the Phoenix. 
third story arc is uh, Days of Future Past. And then the f- last story arc is, I forget, it might not be a last one. Wait, we're supposed to be focusing on Jean Grey in this as like a, some kind of story arc? Dude, yeah, a big part of the story. She's, she's, did you watch the movie? I did. Okay, and you recognize that she has more power than she did in the first movie. Yeah. Okay, and then at the end, she sacrificed her life for the team. Okay. And then what did you see at the very end, the very last scene? What did you see? I don't even know. She what was, was the in, very last scene? She's in. The, they're showing the water, and it shows her underwater, yeah. and uh-huh. it shows her as the phoenix. Uh, what's the phoenix look like? I, did you even watch this movie? Like, like, does she look like a bird? It looked like a flaming bird underwater. I didn't notice that. Oh my god, Mike! Okay, not, hang on. She was underwater, but hang on. And she was okay, using no, her powers is, and this stuff. Is unac- but... This is unacceptable. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> X Men Two. Is the Phoenix some big thing? Oh my gosh! I'm listeners. I'm sorry. I. I I just know her as it's Jean Grey from the cartoon. Listeners, I I apologize. (laughs) Mike should do better than this. Was she ever the Phoenix Um, in the cartoon? Oh, my God. Uh, Okay. All right. So one of the big things about X-Men, and especially Jean Grey, is that at some point, she interacts with a creature called the Phoenix, which is part, in the Marvel Universe, in the comic universe, the Phoenix is actual force. So you know how we have, you know, negative force and electromagnetic forces and stuff like that in our universe, like gravity and stuff like that, where yeah. the Phoenix is a, a force in our, in the Marvel universe. Oh, wow. Okay. And at some point, um, because there was a space mission, I believe, that the X-Men went Similar on. to gravity. You have Phoenix. No, it's not similar. To, it's, right. it's a force. It's all I can, it's like a, it's not similar okay. to gravity. It's just a force. Okay. okay. Uh, right. It's like, it's like, it's like, you know, anyway, uh, she becomes super powerful in the comics and she actually destroys the entire planet. She kills like a whole planet of people. Uh, wow. And she kind of, she kind of turns a little evil, basically. And the okay. X-Men have to, the X-Men have to kill her. She dies. So Jean Grey dies and she's not, she's not around for a very long time. Um, and the idea in the comics. And so is that a spoiler alert for the next movie? I don't remember. Yeah, it's a big spoiler for the next movie. It's huge. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, and so the whole thing is that the Phoenix Saga is a whole long storyline about uh, Jean Grey losing control of her powers and becoming too powerful. It actually comes back up in the Marvel comics several times where she, where the Phoenix Force comes back and forth and this and uh-huh. that. It's a long thing. Um, but that never like, happened in the cartoons, though, right? It does. There was a cartoon, like I think three episode series, where she has the Phoenix Force. Absolutely. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, and so, and in the in the comics, it's always kind of feared that she would get the Phoenix Force again, or it's always worried that she would get the Phoenix Force again because the Phoenix Saga was the Phoenix the Phoenix Saga was so popular that always kind of come up. Uh, This is Chris Claremont, by the way, who did who spent most of his time with the comics uh, and did a really good job with, with all this. So anyway, this movie, X2, starts hitting at her becoming the Phoenix, having more power than she can control. And so that's why in the, in the, in the, in the movie that you supposedly watched, when she started using her powers in an accelerated <laughs> way, her eyes would kind of start burning. You saw her just burning effect in her eyes okay. um, because she's like, she's got more telekinesis and more telepathic powers than she can control. Right. Okay. I didn't really pick up on all that. 
okay, it's fine. The movie yeah. didn't really explain that, but and like if you're not comp- like I said, it's got a lot of stuff jammed together in this movie. It does. It's just okay. Um, but like I- um, I didn't really get. I mean, I guess I did. I don't know, but like why, um. Professor X and uh, Laserbeam. Um, Cyclops? Cyclops went to go visit um, Magneto. Well, okay, let's start with the movie plot. Like it. Because you didn't watch the movie, which is fine. It's a, <laughs> I was tired, but still, I, I think. Uh, I don't think they laid down that uh, whole Phoenix story as well as well, so, so it should have. Let's start with the first arc. So the first I don't think anybody that didn't that didn't read the comic books was going to pick that up. No, if you watch the cartoons, you probably would pick that up a little bit. Um, but if you watch the movies, you definitely would pick that up. So let's start from the beginning. Nightcrawler attacks the White House and tries to kill the president. Um, yep. And then and then um, the president says, "Okay, the president, uh, the government." I was watching that. I was like, I don't remember Nightcrawler being a villain. He's not, but he's, yeah, he's, he's not. being controlled. He's being controlled, and he's being yeah. controlled by somebody called William Stryker, who is from the comics. And guess who William Stryker is, guys? Mike, you know this. Who's, it's who's the uh, father from Succession. There you go. There you yeah. Go. Pretty, pretty rad. That was, um, that was cool. I was surprised to see him. That's that's the only other role I've ever seen him in. Well, you know he's in um, the Jason Bourne movies. Mm, I mean, sure, okay. You, you do know. I don't remember him from the Jason Bourne movies. He's in the first two movies. Okay. I don't understand. Like, I'll go movie. back and watch them, and then I'll be like, oh, hey, that's the father from Succession. I don't understand. Brian Cox has been in a lot of movies, but all of a sudden, because he's he's in Succession, everybody loves him, which is ridiculous. Well, he's, he's, a main, the, he's like a main character in Succession. Yeah, but Brian Cox so has been he, in stuff for a long, long time. He's He's been great for a long, and long I, time. I, I will I, say, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if he phoned in his role in this movie or if... He did a good job he, in this movie. Or if he learned a lot between this movie and Succession, but his acting in Succession is way better than it is in this movie. Well, this movie this this movie doesn't call for great acting. It calls for someone to embody a character. Okay, so, but I think you did great in this. All right. Um, anyway, but William Stryker controls like a uh, like a secret government agency that deals with mutants, and the the president says go find some mutants so we can interrogate them and figure out what's going on, and that's one of the reasons why Cyclops and um and Professor X goes to see Magneto to see if he. Uh, try to assassinate the president, but he did. So, like, did the president tell them to go? Like, how did they all of a sudden get access to uh, Magneto, or do they well, always have access to Magneto? Well, Magneto. So, if you watched X Men One, that's the last time. I, like, which you obviously didn't do. Magneto's <laughs> Magneto's imprisoned. The government has him. And he's yes, in prison. Right. And so, and so, yeah. If he's a if it's a government agency, the striker who works for the government, he will no, be no. I'm talking that. about. I'm t- I'm talking about Professor X and and uh, oh yeah yes yeah. well Professor X went and hung out with him at the end of last movie so right. yeah he had, everybody right. has visitors he can get visitor okay so they they they're allowed in whenever they want yeah but but in this movie it was a trap because Stryker knew that Professor X would go see Magneto and then trapped him and and took him so it was a whole trap. Yeah, which I thought was which I thought was brilliant. The plot, the plot of this movie, is I really did. I really did enjoy the way that uh, Magneto broke out of prison. That was pretty awesome. That was that was that's one of the coolest scenes in X Men movies. I think just like yeah. yeah, first he pulls the stuff out of the eye, the liquid pulls metal, the iron pulls the iron, iron out, out of his out of, out of his blood. Yeah, kills through his him. skin. 
yeah. then uses it as weapons to get out. It's a, it's a, right. it's a great. And, and, I, a, and a little still platform to ride on. Out yeah. of the... Ian McKellen really embodies this character. He's like, if I yeah. have to play Magneto, I'm going to really play him, you know? And like when he crosses his arms and he's floating in the air with those two spheres circling around him, it's just beautiful. Really awesome. So um, I, I'm just noticing something in IMDb right now. Rebecca yeah. Romaine is credited as playing Raven Darkholm. That's her real name. That's that's Mystique's real name. Okay. All right. I okay. So Mystique, her real name is Raven Darkholm. Okay. That's the name she gives herself, I think. But yeah, that's her name. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. But maybe it's her natural name. I'm not sure. Anyway, yeah, yeah. She again. A beautiful, um, a great uh, portrayal of Mystique by Rebecca. Re- Re- how you pronounce her name? Romaine. Uh, yeah, really great fight scene with with Mystique. Really girl, really well done. Yeah. Uh, everybody has a time to shine in this movie, except um, Scott. Except for Cyclops, he's not really highlighted as much. But everybody else is is yeah. is, is pretty um right. pretty pronounced. Anyway, the thing about this movie that that everybody that this that was big about this movie is like. If the government feared mutants, what would they do? And so the big scene in this movie is when the government raids um, the mansion, the X-Men mansion. Right. And, and tries to kidnap all those kids. And, of course, you have the, <laughs> the one and only Hugo Jackson, a.k.a. Wolverine. And listen, this movie is touch and go for a minute. But as soon as they invade that campus and Wolverine starts killing those troops... I was that was great. That was the Wolverine that everybody's wanted to see. We didn't get to see him much in X One, X Men One, mm. but when he like pops those claws and starts chasing those guys and starts doing his thing, snick, snick. yeah, that's 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 the kind of hint of what we want from Wolverine. Like right, like you got right. I got goosebumps. I was like, oh man, this is like if this is how it actually would be if Wolverine was there. You know, trying to just being vicious is pretty good. Um, what did you think? No, it was, it was a great scene. Uh, I, I guess it it seems a little heavy handed for the government, but I guess uh, Striker's a little bit off the rails. Dude, the government would—that's not—that's typical. The government would absolutely do the same thing. Probably worse. They probably just nuke it from orbit. I mean, I guess you're right. Yeah, come on. There's, there's no evidence that the government wouldn't do this or do something way worse. I mean, come on. I mean, these kids it's are little, super powerful. It's little kids, though, would they? I don't these know. Kids are, yeah, these kids are super powerful. They don't care. These kids can control people's minds, walk through walls, turn to metal, teleport. I mean, <laughs> every one of those kids, are, like, one, can, one can take the energy out of the air and create ice. One can inflame the energy in the air and create fire. One can steal other people's powers and memories. I mean, come yeah. on. What's the metal like, kid? What's the metal guy? Colossus. Colossus. He was, was in here. Cool. Yeah, it was real cool when we saw him. Yeah, it was, was neat awesome. where like, uh, he's like, hey, I can help you. And uh, Wolverine's help like, uh, help them. Yeah. yeah. The best, the scene, the scene I love is when he turns It's real like, you're not going to get that much screen time in this movie. It's real, really <laughs> he, got really he got a lot. He got a lot. He was pretty good. Um, what else? What else was it? Um, I forget. I was getting, I was all. He got more in one of the, uh, in one of the Deadpool movies. No, that's a different one. That's not the same, that's not the same actor. It's the same character. No, 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 same character, same character. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But no, it's like the government would absolutely say, okay, there's a house full of mutants that we know of. Let's go get them. Like, like, yeah. They would totally do that. They wouldn't even let Professor X even build that house, let alone have those mutants. There. I was just talking no about the tactics that I thought were. But yeah, I guess you're right. In, in, in the real world, the X-Men, all mutants would be, have to go underground. No one would know where they are because they had to hide. Because if anyone knew they were mutants, people would try to go out and kill them. I mean, let's look at how we treat people who don't have any powers. The, the most vulnerable people in our society are treated the worst. Now, imagine if you had a, a small minority of people, but they had superpowers. Forget it. Everybody would try to kill those guys. Or control them or use them to make money or something. You know? It, like, right. Forget it. Like, yeah. just the idea that you have a bunch of house full of kids being mutants safely, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Right. Um, but I did like the fact that they raided the house. We got to see more highlights of characters. Two characters that I want to mention is Iceman. What did you think of Iceman? Bobby Drake? He wasn't super highlighted in this movie. He, dude, what? The ice wall? He made that cool ice wall? Yeah. Like yeah. one scene. That, that was that's cool. It was a cool ice wall. It was a cool ice wall. It's nice and thick. And then Pyro. Pyro was definitely featured in this. He he uh, attacked the cops. What I liked about and Pyro. Then, so does I don't know the name Pyro. The name Pyro means nothing to me. Does um is is he a, a friend of Magneto in the comics or what? In the, the, in the comics, he's a villain. He's always been a villain. Okay. What I liked about this is that the the movie brought him in as a regular character, like a, a normal, not, not normal. Yeah, well, just like a, a you know, he's a kid with uh, special powers, so mm-hmm. but they try to turned. bring him in and teach him, and but he's he's he doesn't have the right um, temperament and attitude. Or does he? Or does he? I don't know. Who ha- who's right here, Magneto or Professor X? Huh? huh? I'm just saying he doesn't have the right temperament for um, to be an X Men. No, he's definitely not that right temperament for X Men. He has a perfect temperament to be hanging out with Magneto. Yeah, right. And like, because Pyro thinks, you know what? I'm super powerful, but they won't let me use my powers. Why can't I use my powers? Right. Right. And, and, and like, he's just angry at the government. He's he and he wants to he wants to use his powers. He wants to protect himself. He also wants yeah. to show people that he's powerful. He's also I, angry because he can't create fire. He can only use fire. I don't think he's angry about it. You know. And and I do he brought like, it up. It seems like, it seems like it's a point of contention for him. Well, I think this is interesting. So let's work on this. When he okay. says, "I can't produce the fire; I can only control it," it yeah. sounds like something that parents would say to a kid and be like, "Listen, you're not that special. You have some powers, but there's also some limitations." But then Magneto was like, "You know, you are a god among insects. Don't don't ever think anything different." And, like, the, for the right. first time, someone told this kid, listen, I don't care what people said, you have amazing abilities, right? And, like, you have the ability to do things that other people dream of. You are special, right. and everyone else should fear you, right? That mm-hmm. was really interesting to me, really interesting. Because uh, Magneto knows how to manipulate people on that emotional level, but he also Magneto also believes, you know what, why, why should we hide in corners? Why should we not show our powers off, especially after the government does exactly what Magneto said they would do, which is try to take these kids away from Professor X. You know, he warned him that they were going to do that, right? And, he, and they actually right. tried to do it. So Magneto is on the right foot in this case. On the right foot. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I 
I mean, of course, McNeely tries to kill the entire every every human on the planet, which I don't think is right. Of course, did he did he try to do that in this movie? Well, yeah, Mike. So, Mike, should we pause? Was that the, the previous? Was that the previous movie? No, no, should we pause the podcast? You need to go watch this movie again, or watch uh, this movie again, quote unquote. Oh, he did try to do that in this. Did movie. you fall okay. asleep okay. when you were watching this? I'm just, I'm just getting the movies confused. I'm just getting the movies confused. Yeah, we have been doing this for a couple of years now, so that's what happened. And that's what happened. Then, yeah, okay. In the last movie, Magneto, like I said, these turn. these two movies were very similar to me. In the last movie, Magneto tried to turn all the people in the in the in the UN into mutants so they would be empathetic. Right. And this, and this movie, one, he tries he to, kill, to all kill all humans. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's like it's a bit of a it's a bit of a thing. Yeah. Um, but you've got the same villain. Well, two of the same villains in both movies. There's an extra villain in this movie. Who's the extra villain? Brian Cox. Yeah, William Stryker. Yeah, William Stryker. Yeah. Um. So let's let's pause for a minute and talk about Stryker. Uh, Striker is okay. going to be a big part of the all the X Men movies after X Men Three. He's going to be in pretty much all of them. That character um, is so, it the same actor, or they no, recast after X Men. They recast. They recast. But um, also, the idea that he has a son. So the story in this movie is that Striker has a son named Jason, and that yeah. Jason has the ability to make people hallucinate or, or create these illusions. So he makes right. people see things and makes it real. And supposedly um, he was a student of Professor X. Yeah, he was a student of Professor X, but Stryker wanted him to fix his son, and Professor X couldn't do it. Yeah, he wanted him to do, um, what's that, uh, conversion therapy. Yeah, I would Yeah, I would say that. He wanted yeah, to get real. An- an analog to conversion therapy. Yeah. Where so, the uh, religious people try to convert gays into non-gays. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. Um, and so in this, so, so William Stryker actually it looks like he lobotomized his son or did something to his son. Uh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and now he uses his son to get he uses he takes he takes spinal fluid from his son and that's used as a way to hypnotize or or brainwash people. And then he can he that's can what he used him. on Nightcrawler. Yeah, and then yeah. he and on Lady Deathstrike, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um. And then he can make his son give people illusions, um, which is and they're really right. powerful illusions. The mm-hmm. character Jason, the little kid in the wheelchair, he's actually a villain in the comics called Mastermind. Um, okay, so not, the com- not William Stryker's son. No, 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 no. He's, Mastermind was actually the, one of the original members of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants in the comics. Okay. Um, so it's really interesting. Uh, how they how they use them? I thought they used them pretty brilliantly, and I like the juxtaposition between Professor X and 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 Jason. Like Jason's in a wheelchair, Professor X is in a wheelchair. Jason can make people think things. Professor X can make people think things. So I like the balance between. I liked how the the I liked how the movie tried to kind of like show a darker version of Professor X, which I thought was really cool. Right. Uh, but the the plan for Striker is to steal Cerebro. Which he learned about from Magneto. He wants well, to st- still parts of it to recreate it at his yeah, own base. Still He's parts gotta, of it, yeah. recreate it at his own base, and then he wants to force Professor X by using illusions from Jason. He wants to force Professor X to find every mutant and kill and, them. And kill with them. His power. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. I think. I think the plot's brilliant. The whole plot. Strange is that uh, Professor X can concentrate on people and kill them. Well, okay. The Cerebro enhances his powers, 
wow right. by a hundredfold. Yeah. So, but if Professor X could make someone die by by using his powers, just one person or two people, or a whole okay. room full of people, he could easily shut them shut their minds down and kill them. But hmm. with the Cerebro, with Cerebro, he could do it way more powerful. Yeah, hundred okay. percent. Pro- Professor X is very powerful. Don't get don't get it twisted. Okay, I gotcha. Just because he's in a wheelchair doesn't mean he's like one of the most powerful mutants in existence. <laughs> so why would that like why would why would someone know. think that that limits People, his power? You know, just a side note, he is the most annoying card in Marvel Snap. He is the most annoying card. If someone plays Professor X, What's you his, can't uh... you can't put anything in that whole slot. That oh whole, yeah, 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 yeah. It locks down that location slot. Is yeah, shut right. out. Like you can't do yeah. anything to it. You can't put any characters in there or nothing. It sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I should really use him more. Hmm. Um. Anyway, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm using so, a whole Guardians of the Galaxy deck right now. Oh, you one of those guys? Yeah. Okay. You probably you're probably winning a lot more cards than I am. I'm. I'm it it I'm, does pretty well actually. I'm losing terribly. I'm yeah. losing terribly. But anyway, uh, mm-hmm. and so now the plot, the whole plot of the movie is that so we got the plot down, and now yeah. the rest of the X Men have to go and try to save, um, save um, P- Professor X and stop all this from happening. Uh, right. I thought it was interesting when Logan, Iceman, Pyro, and Rogue were on the run. I thought Are you two like things- beating your desk or something. I was. I'll stop. Um, okay. apparently it's, it's annoying. It's annoying the sound guy, everybody. So you can't <laughs> do that. Um, so anyway, when Rogue, Pyro, Iceman, and Logan are on the run, there's two things I thought were interesting. One, I like how Bobby's brother calls the cops on his own brother. Yeah, that's it's, whack. It's like, what is your brother, dude? Like, but like, think about in our society, there would definitely be hate-filled groups on like chat boards and stuff oh, yeah, that would be right. like mutants yeah. are terrible we gotta kill them like the call cops your own brother that's that's cold 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 like yeah. what like what's what what's wrong with you you know right but then when the cops show up they like everything goes to craziness like pyro starts blowing well, up pyro's like uh, he escalates oh. things a little bit <laughs> like, what in the world you know yeah yeah but that whole scene is great because the one person who can try to calm things down is Logan, but then he gets shot, so he's out of commission for a minute. And then the kids right. have to take right. control. Uh, and then Pyro, of course, blows things up, and then Rogue uses her power to shut Pyro down. You know what I wanted to happen in this scene that didn't happen? What's that? Is I wanted Bobby to like show off his skills to his family on his way on his way out of there. Like do the old uh do the old um frozen carpet thing into yeah. into your getaway. We won't see the frozen carpet until X Men Days of Future Past, which is a yeah. Movie. Like I, that's what I wanted to I wanted to see that happen, and then he's like, not this, ready for that. He's not. And ready then his for that. family like be oh okay, you know he is. He's, not, like, he's you know. not ready for that. He's not even close to ready for that. He's not even close. Like because <sighs> like the more you use your powers, the better you can get. But he hasn't used his powers like right. that before. Well, so something. Not good. I wanted something. I wanted him to like. Be able to show his family well, well, what he can do, you know. Yeah. If um, if wishes in a positive fishes, way, in a positive one. Was that was that if wishes were fishes, then we'd all have fish something like that. I've never heard that. I don't know. Somebody never told heard me that. that. Yeah. Anyway, um, so but okay, if you so let's say let's say you and I attack some cops with our mutant powers, right? And, okay. And then we get into a into a jet and fly off. 
Right. How would the I don't believe that the local state governments could contact the National Guard fast enough to get planes in the air. There's no way that would happen. There's no way. Is that cops, why the planes were in the air? Yes. I don't, th- I don't those think cops, so. Those, yeah, those, those cops. Aren't the planes in the air just because, like, that's Stryker being no, out No, it's not, not no, it's not Stryker. That's not Stryker. Those planes are not Stryker. Those planes are National Guard planes. Yeah, but, like... I didn't think that was connected to the cops. I thought that was just connected to Stryker. Being the only reason, the, the only reason those planes knew about that about them is because of the cop, the incident with the cops. Because, 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 remember Aurora when she's flying the plane, she's like, "What's this? Who? How did this happen?" Aurora, Who's Storm, that? Storm. Oh, okay. The only reason she she says, "How is this happening?" And Logan says, "I like let me guess," and he looks at Pyro because Pyro attacks the cops. Oh, um, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. What what doesn't it make sense? It's the right? same reason it doesn't make sense to you. This no, it, it, cops, it yeah, they're not going to be able to call in a jet from a logistical strike. Era. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, logistically, it would take them an hour to get those planes like, up. Yeah, like why didn't the riders think of the same thing I thought of? Where it's just striker picked them up on the radar and he's like, "Hey, scramble some jets. Uh, we know where they're at now." I, I like it better. That's though. way better than the freaking uh, suburbs <laughs> of Boston PD calling in a jet. Escort. It's all plot holes. Hey, hey, point. we're we're uh suburbs of Boston. Can you shoot down this jet? Yeah, it would t- it would not happen. It wouldn't happen anytime soon. Like we want you take- guys locked and loaded and ready to shoot it down. Like I talked to no, a friend of mine. That's stupid. To- like they should well, have written it the way I thought that they wrote it. They could have, but I talked to a friend of it, mine. It would have made much more sense. I talked to a friend of mine about this once, and he's in the National Guard in DC, and I asked him, I said, if something happens and we're attacked. And how long would it take the National Guard to get here and help us? And he said two hours, maybe three. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So like, it's not like you guys think it is. It's not. It's not like you think it is. It's pretty bad. It's like we we would I mean, be that's on better our than own. I thought to be we honest, we would be on our own for quite a while. <laughs> so yeah, like, I mean that's better than I thought. But anyway, the the jets shoot the the Blackbird down, um, and then. There's yeah. a cool scene where um, Storm interesting how this Blackbird has like all that storage room inside of it. You need it. This mutant stuff. You need it for mutants. I know. I'm just saying, like the the Blackbird that it's based on had no like room oh. for two room for two pilots, and that's it. Okay, I didn't know that. Mm, okay, um, Storm uses her power. Yeah, you've just got the cockpit. Like it's not like you know hollow inside. Okay, the fuselage. Yeah, Storm uses her powers, and then Jean uses her powers once to shoot one of the missiles, but then can't focus hard enough to blow up the other missile, and then. Hijinks and Sue. I thought that sequence was. Br- I thought that sequence was really. I thought good. she did just barely um, blow it up. So she was able to- got hit by the shockwave instead of the yeah the actual missile. But I, I thought the whole sequence was great. Rogue flies out the plane. Nightcrawler pops off and gets her, which is really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, and then, um, and then, guess who saves them all? Magneto, Magneto which is so yep. cool. One of the mm-hmm. coolest things ever. You know, it's really cool. the whole thing was really cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, other than um, the whole setup. Well, let's ignore the setup and then focus on the cool scene, and then right, you got it. right. Um, and then like so, it's X Men United because now you have Magneto and Mystique and the rest of the X Men united to go. Oh, save that's where them. it comes from. Okay. Yeah, that's the whole story. X Men united, you know. X Men, they're all united. You know, they're united for like all of ten minutes. Yeah, but they, but they are united. Okay, we get a really interesting scene where Jean Grey and Logan have a soft moment. 
where it's like, I, I love you, but I don't love you, Scott, blah, blah, blah. And then Scott Logan goes into his tent. And then Jean Grey comes into his tent and starts kissing him. But then it turns out to be Mystique. Really interesting. Like, you know, there's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, it's that. like uh, Mystique was trying to rape Logan, basically. You know, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. not good. It's problematic. No. It is problematic. No, I mean, it's beyond problematic. That's not good at all. Not, Although she's a villain. No, it's, she it's is betraying a villain. someone's trust. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. uses someone the most. Yeah, it's, it's kind yeah. of gross. Yeah, it's way it's, gross. It's beyond gross. Yeah. But, I, but I mean, she's a villain. So, you know, what do you expect? I, I don't know how I feel about any of that, really. I mean, I don't like it. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean... Mystique's pretty and Jean's Grey's pretty. So I don't think they super needed to put that in the movie. Just keep kissing. That's what I thought, you know. What's the big thing? What? I don't know. Let's move on. You would have gone for it once Mystique would rebuild herself? Know. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I would have been a little bit turned off by the deceit. You know, just coming as yourself. Yeah, maybe. Come as you are. No. Okay. Um. Then they all get in the plane. And they fly to wherever this base is. Um. And then Mystique does a really cool fight scene, which I think is awesome. Um. So in the in the TV promos, there's a scene where Mystique is sliding into this door, but she does it in a very like sexy kind of way. But in the mm. movie, she slides backward into the door and she gives everybody the finger. <laughs> I love. Oh it so yeah, much. yeah, yeah. Right. That was yeah, so that was much cool. fun. That was cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Mystique's uh, a really good character in these two movies. Yeah, she does really good, great. Uh, which is sad what they do to her in the next movie. Mm. But then we get to see what happens. So now we know. What- I don't know what that is, by the way. I'll, I'll find out. Next X3? Week. Oh, God, it's going to be so bad. Uh, so anyway, then we see what Magnea really wants to do. So he stopped, they stopped the attack on the, on the people. But on the on the mutants, they stop the attack. Right. But then Magneto they flip it on the humans, flip it up, and then makes it so attacks the humans, which is kill all humans. Yeah, which is nuts. But then yeah. before that, or maybe after that, uh, we get the fight scene between um, Wolverine and uh, Lady Deathstrike. Did, I, I thought the who Lady Deathstrike. Who Lady Deathstrike? I'm going to keep saying it. All right. I don't even see. I don't even see Lady Deathstrike in the top cast here. Okay, her name is Yaruko. Why you? Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Okay. Oh, the female Wolverine. Is that what they say in IMDb? No, but that's what I saw watching the movie. Don't call her the female Wolverine because it's not. Okay, so tell us about Lady Deathstrike from There's the comics not much because to tell. I don't in the know movie, much about her. in the movie, it's just female Wolverine. I don't know much about her, so I can't really talk. But but she's not a female Wolverine in the movie. Uh, she was created by William Stryker, okay, okay, who also okay. created Logan. It's just a female Wolverine. Okay, she's female Instead Wolverine. of the claws coming out of the knuckles, the claws come out of the fingernails. Well, in the comics, they because that's uh, prettier. In the comics, they Deathstrike is a cyborg with self-repairing machine body and deadly antimanium claws. Okay, so different, but still has antimanium claws. Yes. And she's a samurai warrior. Do they do they still come out of her knuckles, or do they come out of her fingernails? They cut her whole, whole, whole It's like a it's like her whole hand and whole hand morphs. It's kind of gross. so. Does she have like five blades instead of three? Because mm-hmm. my son had issues with the blades coming out of the fingernails. He's like, they'll just break off. The antimantium, they won't break off. 
Well, that's what I told him. I was like, hey, it's, you know, it's Antimanium. It's not going to Did break. you stun watch this? He watched a little bit of it. He came in while I was watching it. Wait, what do you think? He thought it was stupid that her uh, claws came out of her fingernails. I thought he looked cool. <laughs> but he's got a point. Like, if it's, you know, it if it's literally just the fingernails, that's uh, that's weak. Like, it would Why is it off. weak? Because they're not attached to bone or anything. They're, her whole, She has antimanium through her entire body. So right. her, her skeleton is antimantium. The nails are attached to antimantium's fingers. So when so when it comes out, so what then, happens when she retracts her claws? Does, is she fingernailless? Did fingernails get pushed off? Did you see how they were retracted? So the it's like no. they they it's like they, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <the laughs> all right. Scene, so the fight scene was fine. It wasn't that big. A deal. That was Lady Deathstrike. Yeah, Yuriko Oyama. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. It was fine. It was that big a deal? Yeah, wasn't I, that thought, great? I thought wasn't it was sad how she. I thought it was sad how she died in a vat of molten adamantium. adamantium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, there's also another character in this that I don't recall at all. Shadow Cat. No, she's she's only in the movie for three seconds. She's in the top cast. Katie Stewart, she, Shadow she Cat. Should, she shouldn't be. Who is Shadow Cat? Katie Pride. She was the kid that ran to the walls. Oh, okay. That's Katie Pride. Yeah. Kitty Pride, Kitty Pride. Okay, because yeah. the actress's name is Katie, so I got. She shouldn't have been. She shouldn't even been mentioned. Be well, like you know, in the last movie I told you, we saw Jubilee. Mm-hmm. In this movie, Jubilee is credited. Yeah. Kia Wong, Kia Wong played Jubilation Lee in this movie. Yeah, but you only see her for a few seconds. Yeah, you only see her, but like, um, I don't even think it was the same actress in the last movie. I think no. it was a different actress. No. It's, a di- it's going to be a different actress in the next movies, too, so don't worry oh, about it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, and then, let's see. Who else? Is there anybody else? No, and I think that's kind of wraps up the movie. They stop The X-Men stop it, but then uh, the dam is broken. There's a flood. They have to get out of there, and Jean Grey sacrifices herself using her, her abilities, her heightened abilities. Her, she lets go of her fears of her powers and she uses it to save everyone but then she dies right and that's the end of the movie yeah it was pretty sad how she died too but um of course she's okay she's not dead no no no, no. um are we movie, supposed to think she's dead i didn't think she was dead no you should know that she's gonna come back but here's the problem here's the problem x2 i thought oh up, yeah uh, wolverine does act like she's dead yeah and x2, but yeah I didn't, I didn't think she was dead X2 sets up everything well enough that you get excited for the next X-Men movie because you know she's not dead. So you're getting really excited. Oh, so if you're but a comic book geek, you're like, oh, you're super comes Phoenix. And you're happy about this movie. This movie is pretty successful. I think all the beats are good. I think all I think everything about this movie is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but then you get the, the you hit the this movie was great. I would say great. Great to good. The next one sucks so bad that <laughs> no one wants to watch the X-Men movie for a while. I mean, so, that must be what knocked me off of it because I think maybe oh, the yeah. next I think the next movie is the last one I've seen. It's not good at all. It's actually one of the worst. Um and it's not Brian Singer. Brian Singer directed these two movies. I'm not sure why he didn't direct the next movie. I'm going to find that out. Um, but he he directed these two. He didn't he won't 
direct another X-Men movie for two movies and then he takes back he takes it back over and then he directs the rest of the X-Men movies. Mm, interesting. Um David Hayter uh wrote was one of the writers on this movie. Who's that? He's uh known for writing the X-Men movies and being the voice of Solid Snake in Metal Gear Solid. Uh I need a cigarette. I'm gonna hide <laughs> under a box. Yeah, that guy. Right. Um what was a what was a what was his villain what was a villain's name? He always screwed that guy's name. Uh, I don't remember. I love that video game. It's probably got something to do with a reptile. Metal Gear Solid was really good fun was a fun game. Yeah, yeah. The um when it was like kind of overhead, that was when I really enjoyed the game. You had to take your controller out and switch it to fight that one guy. I don't know if I ever got that far. Do you do you know do you do these things or do you talk about these things because you've heard about them? I don't think you played Metal Gear Solid. I played it where you're where it's overhead, and then Did I also you played. The game? I don't think I ever got that far with the controller swap out thingy. Okay, finish the game. Let's play it this weekend. Let's find the emulator. I don't have online. it. I don't have play it. But you can find the emulator online and play it. Mm. You're you're a tech smart guy. You can find the emulator, no problem. Mm. If they did a remake of that, I'd play it. I think they did do. They did. They did make a remake. Oh, well, I maybe I'll find the remake because that was that was like a great game. Yeah, you, you they had the little cones. You could see the cones of like what people's whoop. vision was. You would avoid. You sneak around. Yeah, and avoid when it. they when they catch you, whoop, and then right. you got run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's oh, a good I played, game. Dude, I played that game. Don't even try. I played that game hard, uh, real hard. And so you to told do. us about you told us about Lady Deathstrike, who I didn't know about. Um, you told us about Shadow Cat. Who else is new in this movie? Okay, so new in this movie, William Stryker. You said there's really nothing to tell to tell, to tell about this guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we covered off on him. Um, what about our boy, Nightcrawler? He's new. I mean, the thing about Nightcrawler is... Um, how, well does, how well does Nightcrawler in this movie match up with the comics? Pretty well. His powers are pretty much the same. Um, except that the, all the tattoos that he has, those those tattoos he put on his body, they're not true. They're not in the comics. But um, in the comics, he's a, he's a devout Catholic, so he's very religious. Uh, I don't and, remember that at all from the cartoon. Well, the cartoon is not going to tell you that. Uh, but in the comics, okay. he's a, he's very religious. And in the comics, he's a really skilled swordsman, very skilled swordsman. Interesting. He actually, he actually carries a sword with them, and I also don't remember that from the comics. Yeah, at one point, he, at, I don't think that at, was in there. Yeah, at one point he had three swords. He had two swords in his hands and one in his tail. Um, but then, <laughs> but I think they kind of reduced those down. But he's a very he's a highly skilled swordsman, and he led um, the Excalibur team, the Excalibur team. He led them, which the was a was a was a sounds like an X Men offshoot. Yeah, it was a European X Men. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So he led them for a while too, which was really fun. Um, I don't great. think he had a German accent in the cartoons either. Yeah, maybe he, he probably did. He's definitely a German accent in, this, in the comics for sure. He's really real. People love Nightcrawler. He's a really he's a great character. Yeah, bam. Yeah, the cool thing about him, his powers, he can only teleport three in a three mile burst. So three miles, he can't teleport more than that. In this movie, he can only teleport to places he can see. Yeah, that's not true in the comics he can teleport to places i'm not sure how his teleportation works as far as what he knows uh and how he knows it but it could be it could be what you you couldn't have line of sight three miles i don't think yeah and there's something about his powers apparently when he uses his powers he actually is going through a negative zone or some kind of weird hellish dimension 
So every mm. time he goes through it, he's he's like that's going why it smells like brimstone when he does yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Um, that's it. Yeah. I see. I remember that from the cartoons. It smells like brimstone when he does it. Yeah. No, we went through all the characters pretty well. Everybody's pretty much pretty much represented pretty heavily. Um, at the end of this, like uh, Rogue and Iceman, uh, they're going to become full fledged X Men. Pyro goes off with Magneto, so he's going to be, you know, a quote unquote villain, I guess you can say. Mm. Uh, and the movie's set up. This movie is set up great for X Men Three, but unfortunately, X Men Three is going to be a disaster. Looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> I, let me hang on for a minute before we move on. I got this. I want to see the name of X Men Three. Um. X Men Three is called X Men: The Last Stand. The Last Stand. Oh, okay. Stand. I was going to go with X Three. So bad. X Men Standing Last. X Men: The Last Stand. All right. Okay. Um. All right. That's it. Any questions? Any more? Anything else you want to go over? No, I think you. I think you got it. Yeah. All you right. Got it. Time for some news you can't abuse. All right. Yeah. yeah okay. News cool. First up, uh, we have some confirmed people coming back to um daredevil Ooh! so um the one of the cops the one of the guys from one of the reporters i think is there and also i think um i forget who the reporters. uh <laughs> deborah okay. ann wall and uh let's see deborah ann wall jeffrey cantor and uh Brian Davis, I think. Wait, Deborah Ann Wall, isn't that um the uh their Karen secretary? Page. Yeah, Page. So she's Karen. back. I guess what I'm seeing I just saw something the other day saying she's not back. What I'm seeing she's back. Interesting. Okay. That could be is this a pretty strong rumor, but they were at a Comic Con. And they were there. Yeah, this was like some weekly. This was like some not great. Uh, yeah, source that I saw. This might be Reddit. bad. But no, I mean, no, no. The one on Reddit I saw wasn't that great of a source. But so I kind of feel like they're back. But they probably just keep it a secret. But I kind of feel like they're back. Uh, I saw that um, John Bernthal is going to be back as the Punisher. Yeah, no, I've heard. I've heard almost. Com- yeah, that he's going to actually have a show, his own show after this. So we'll see. Yeah, that'd be great. Man, they, they they need to Daredevil needs to be super good. That's all I'm gonna say. Daredevil yeah, you can't you can't uh, you can't mess it up after the excellent Netflix series. I mean, not, not only that, like we need a win. Like like right now, all the the Marvel shows and movies <laughs> are kind of spinning their wheels. We need something that's awesome. Oh you know? come on! I mean, we had a win. Miss Marvel was a good show. Yeah, Miss Marvel was great, but now all these shows are getting canceled and stuff like that. Is this you know? We need something. Okay. We need a big yeah. hit. All right. Um, okay. What? This can't be true. There's a big rumor about the Fantastic Four, which I hope to God isn't true. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The casting looks terrible, but we'll see. Oh, uh, so we've got the cast. Okay. What's the cast? Okay. Um, hang on. I'm going to confirm this last one here. I can't. I cannot be it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not the guy it's not the guy from multiverse of madness no adam driver adam driver as reed richards mm, i don't know if i like that i definitely i don't like his face i don't i don't like adam driver's face i, I told like, you I right i told you when i first saw the new star wars movie whatever the first one was called and i saw adam driver and i saw who's the other guy um 
the the guy that uh, is kind of like Han Solo, but isn't. I don't know. I don't know. He, he played Moon Knight. He played Moon Knight. Oh yeah, yeah. Oscar Oscar Isaac. What about Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Uh, I was like, oh man, it's awesome that they're casting ugly people in this movie. I like that. Yeah, Adam Driver is not pleasant to look at. He's just yeah, not. So, I don't but like then, like guy. everybody's like, everybody's like fangirling over him. I don't know why people like him so much. I yeah, don't, I don't like get it. Him. Maybe uh, I can be proven wrong, but this is just a rumor right now. Margot okay, okay. Robbie, Margot Robbie as Sue Storm. What? Uh, yeah, dude, that doesn't. I, those styles don't match. I don't think this is true. Adam Driver and Margot Robbie's styles do not match. I don't think this is true. I don't think who's Margot true. Robbie. Margot Robbie is is that the Barbie? Is she, she playing pl- Barbie? She played. Um, she played. What's her face? Um, ha- um, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Styles don't match. I don't think between those two actors. I don't want to see them kissing. Um. This a no name, or I guess is a maybe I don't know who he is. Paul Mescal. He's going to place Johnny Storm. Never heard of him. It's just a, yeah, and then like this guy from Hamilton, David Diggs. Ooh, I just as, don't like as, that guy. I don't. I didn't I like can, him in Hamilton. I didn't like him in anything else. I can see his his face kind of. Fits. He was the main character for um, the uh, what's the Ice Train movie? Show Pisser, Snow Pisser. Snowpiercer, the TV show, the TV show. I hear good things about Snowpiercer. He was okay in the TV. That's like his best role ever, I think. And like, he has a head frame for Ben Grimm. I can see someone looking at him and be like, "If when we CGI you, you would like look really well as Ben." Oh, he's got a big head. Yeah, right. So maybe okay. Here's my deal. David Diggs is the thing I'm cool with. Everyone else, absolutely not. No. Susan Storm does not need to be Margot Robbie at all. Period. No. Adam Driver is not pleasant to look at. No. I don't, I don't really who, dig David Diggs acting. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know who Paul Mescal is. No. This is yeah, a terrible. You have to. Maybe he's the only good one. Maybe you don't know him at all. The Fantastic Forecasting has to be perfect because that's all you have. Yeah, yeah, four characters. So you right. have to get them exactly right so everybody believes that they're a good family. Like, I don't believe any of these guys working together would do anything. Yeah. Uh, and, like, the Fantastic Four movie has to be perfect. Like, the whole thing has to be done really well because it's hard to pull off the Fantastic Four. It's hard to pull off in the comics. It's hard to f- pull off in the movies. It's difficult. So they need to really work hard on this. That sounds like a fake cast. I don't, I don't think that's real. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I'm worried. Uh, last news you can uh, last news you can abuse. The writers' strike has got another victim. Thunderbolts production has shut down, so we're not gonna get Thunderbolts anytime soon. Okay. Keep striking, writers. Keep striking. Not really. Uh, not really much of a loss. I don't think. I don't know. I'm not looking forward to that movie. You're not getting anything. You're not getting any movies. <laughs> As long as the every day the riot strike lasts, as the movies aren't getting made, so we're not I, we're going to have a we're not going to have any movies to watch in a year because right. nothing's getting made. It's going to be crazy. They so got, I'm seeing stuff like uh, with the writers' strike. I'm seeing stuff like uh, Ryan Reynolds is not allowed to ad lib his lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that does that mean he's a member of the writers' guild? Is he no, a member of the writers' guild? You it think? means that, it means there's contracts that the writers have with the production crews and stuff like that, that says that in a movie, an actor is not allowed to ad lib 
the script to replace the script. Stuff like that. Yeah, but he always ad-libs, so... Yeah, but, okay, so, yeah, but, okay. If you have a movie production like Deadpool 3, you're mm-hmm. going to have scripts consultants, which are people who wrote the script that have right. the script there. Right. And so, yep. if he ad-libs, they can just work it into the script or work it, or something, or consult him. But if mm-hmm. there's no script 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 consultants there because of a strike there's no right. one to do that with and so basically mm. you're cheating you can't have the actors just make up the script because you didn't pay writers to write the script like that's not right. gonna happen that's the so these so although these, that did happen with um quantum of solace <laughs> and that's, that's why that true. movie's bad that movie's terrible so like yeah. like with with uh, people don't, I don't, with unions you have a contract. So they have these contracts and these contracts say very specific things that have to be done. And if you don't, you break the contract. And so there's a strike right now. And so there's going to be things that just can't be, just can't happen. And, and I'm, I'm worried about them hiring um, writers that are not, that are not unionized. I'm worried yeah. about that. Right. They just need to come to an agreement and sell this thing, because like at some point we're going we're going to miss out on a lot of shows and movies, man. You're gonna be watching um, a lot of reality TV next year. That's all right. There's plenty of stuff we can go back and watch, or you can read a book. There yeah, are these things book. called books. Go read one mm-hmm. of those. It's actually pretty nice. Right. Read a comic you any, book. You got any more news we can abuse? Or is that that's it? it. That's, that's all the news. It's been abused. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then next week we're we doing Mike. We're watching X Men well, X Three: The Xening. Well, okay, so X Men's up to up, uh, but also we have a new movie coming out next week. What are you talking about? The new Spider Man's next week, man. The new Spider Man comes out Friday. Oh, oh, the new Spider Man, of course. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. you want to do Spider Man, then X Three: The Xening. Uh, we'll we'll talk about off script. We we'll talk about off. We'll talk about off. We'll figure it out. We'll figure, we'll it, figure out. it out. We'll, figure it we'll out. let you know on Mastodon what yeah. our, what, our, what our plans are. Yeah, so we'll let you know on Mastodon, there. or we'll yeah, right. let, check us out, and we'll tell you how it goes. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so Mike, we got some movies kind of coming up. How can people uh tell their friends and family about these upcoming um episodes of ours? Hit the share button right now. Share it with everybody. Share it with your family, your friends, your group chats. Hit the like button, follow us, subscribe, rate, review. Do all that. Smash the bell or whatever they say on YouTube. Yeah, share it. You know, share it with your friends and family. We 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 put in a moderate amount of work in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jarvis is doing heavy research on this news you can abuse. It's like there's so much work, guys. You never know. Yeah, and we've got to watch these movies. Yeah, and Mike's then we falling like, asleep we... watching the movie. So he's actually <laughs> yeah. falling asleep. Yeah, watching it's this movie. hard work. And I've, we've got to make show notes, you know, take down notes while we're watching the movie. It's a lot of work. Just so, you get, just so you can have something to zone out to while you're washing dishes. Exactly. Or going for a walk. Yeah. yeah. Or working out. I do. Um, I listen to podcasts when I'm working out. Uh, I listen to podcasts mm-hmm. when I'm um, on the metro or commute to work. Yeah, commuting. Commuting to yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. That's a or, great, great I do it. It's a, it's a new thing. I, I listen to podcasts while I'm playing video games. Really? Yeah, double dipping, man. I do that sometimes, but it depends on the video game. If I'm playing Destiny, I've done everything I thought. Yeah, Destiny, time, so. Destiny, yeah, right. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, guys, All we'll right. see you um, next week.